0: Okay, since attention spans are really, really small right now, we're going to keep this simple. Help us.
1: Wait, what? What are we doing? See? Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Help us level up by lowering the bar. Was was that right? Is that the right one? I think so. Okay, good. In long form, go to kickstarter.com slash projects slash nowhere dash josh slash lowering dash the dash bar, which is a long way of saying help us out.
0: This is Nick. And this is Josh. And welcome to episode 111 of Nowhere California.
1: One, six, three, four, six, 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 six,
0: six, six, six. You, you gotta remember, um, I, I was in RSP math. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. But I know uh, probably your time during school is called remedial.
1: Uh, remedial. We also use an abacus.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sundials and whatnot. Fuck like yourself, Okay. Anyways, uh, along with other numbers, uh, this episode actually makes you could possibly make you feel a little bit older. It is the sixth anniversary of Nowhere, California. Holy shit! Are you serious? Deadly serious. We're series.
1: entering in number seven.
0: We are entering our seventh year. Are
1: we? Are we tied now with the Fast and Furious films? Or? Uh,
0: well, no, they did just did eight. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're one behind. I, I'm. We've we've lasted longer than Shasta McNasty. We've lasted a lot longer than Shasta McNasty. Oh, that's
1: true. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay.
0: Yeah, because we did more than 100 episodes. But then, um, yeah, we we still got to chase uh, Fast and Furious a little bit more.
1: Suck it, Shasta McNasty!
0: I want to beat Police Academy, though.
1: Okay, we yeah. can do that.
0: Yeah, because I hate Michael Winslow. Why? He wouldn't sign my autograph.
1: But it's Michael Winslow.
0: I know. Right. But, anyways, off 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 of uh, therapy subjects for me. Um, there's something I r- r- kind of want to throw out here and kind of get your thoughts on this. Sure. Kind of, it's kind of a what if situation. Where do you think we would have been six years ago if Phil would have been like no? When I first initially approached him about doing nowhere, California.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go is, with uh what is blowing sailors for five dollars a pop.
0: Well, you. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, but kind of just looking at it as, like, that's
1: it. You know, here's the thing. It's hard for me to wrap my head around that. And the reason I say that is because, uh, you know, Phil Phil is such a creative person. He's the kind of person that will explore, you know, whatever avenues that allow somebody to be artistically creative. And the fact that it came from, you know, one of his best friends in the entire world and it happened to revolve around movies... Uh, that's true. You're lucky he didn't impale you with a boner.
0: Well, yeah, but also, too, you got to probably imagine, he probably was thinking, okay, Josh wants to talk in front of a microphone. He is a very quiet dude. Right. This won't last too long.
1: <laughs> well, I think maybe he figured it was going to kind of balance out with the way he speaks, you know, as opposed to maybe your fear of speaking yeah. in, in public. Uh, see, but that's the thing. We're Although we're speaking to our public, we're not really speaking in public. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Hence the fact that we record with no pants on.
0: Yeah, well... It's a comfort know. zone for me. It's just a primal thing for me. I yeah, know. a thong for me, yeah, I, know.
1: I know. Well, I mean, after the colonoscopy...
0: Yeah, I gotta be careful. You gotta keep a tarp over that pit. Yeah. So... Yeah, back to my ass, of course. <laughs> so, but, uh... Hey, if we're
1: gonna start with old jokes, we're going right for your asshole, buddy. <laughs> so... You <laughs> haven't yeah, yeah, heard that I, too I many times have you? <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I really couldn't picture a world in which... Phil, you know, wouldn't have agreed to something.
0: Yeah, like that. and that's the way Phil is and that's kind of a I guess to go into the normal anniversary stuff for us is my usual like um oral blowjob to you guys. Whoa, whoa. whoa, <laughs> no, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. I know one and the same, but I want
1: to be prepared for this.
0: But um yeah, every year it just reminds me more and more like how much I appreciate the fact that you guys are taking this journey and willing to keep rolling with it. And I owe a lot to you guys. And especially with how this year has been for me, I've had some interesting points this year from tire issues to butt (laughs) issues. That's right. Yeah. Uh, But, um, I, I owe a lot to you guys. And I, I know the other two are listening right now, Phil and Doug, if you need to be name checked.
1: Well, you know, like on behalf of the guys, you know, thank you for that. Yeah. But, You know, Doug Doug and Monique relocated and you know, they've they've been setting up their camp, you know, down near Los Angeles and Santa Clarita. Yeah, Santa Clarita area. And uh, <clears throat> you know, trying to keep their their ducks in a row. Phil's gone through, you know, some some personal stuff and things like that yeah. this year, more recent than anything yeah. else. Um, you know, I Which I by the way you do you up.
0: will hear from him in a Later portion of this episode.
1: Yes, yes. We finally did, uh, you know, get out and uh, found out what he was doing. It's weird, because, yeah. you know, during the summertime, he's he's kind of curls around the bed like he's Jabba the Hut with yeah. a cat laying near him. It's, God.
0: Ugh. Ugh. I felt kind of bad with, the like, one of the recent recordings when I blatantly called him an asshole. Now you're freaking comparing him to Jabba?
1: Not in size. Just, you know, <laughs> in heat and the fact that we're like, shut up. Anyway, <laughs> to get back to my point, uh, you know, you... You have done so much for this show, not only just in, in creation and in, and in concept and launching of this whole show, but your patience this year has been tremendous with all the ups and downs that we've had and going through the things that you've gone through with your own personal struggles and whatnot. Uh, you know, you, you really are the driving force behind this, this podcast and everything that we do with it the website, Instagram, Twitter. Facebook.
0: Oh, by the way, we got another like from Mel Brooks. Shut the fuck up. God. See,
1: I'm already stroking his dick, and then he has to like, oh, I just blew a load, and let me blow another. Okay, okay, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Hey, got it?
0: <laughs>
1: I'm saying this beautiful... You know what? We love you. Shut up. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm done.
0: I, I, I have that weird brain when somebody's like, you're awesome. You're awesome. Like say something. Fuck this shit up.
1: Be <laughs> like, well, uh, I'm a lot more awesome than you're giving me credit for. Because Mel Brooks gave us like number two. I hope Mel Brooks official turns out to be like a, a one eyed.
0: <laughs> yeah, it probably uh, is. Hey,
1: ISIS terrorist or something.
0: As as long as I never find that out,
1: right? <laughs> because <laughs> my Gal Gadot story was probably. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you some, never know. Some, like
1: Some heavyset dude from the Midwest.
0: Like we've said, anybody can get any kind of screen name they want. Exactly. We were able to get com with no issue.
1: I'm telling you, man. That was like the boon in the, what was it, the, the early 90s, late, late 90s as, uh, you know, dot coms were coming up big. If you bought up celebrity names and they wanted to have their own website with their name on it, like a lot of them pushed them to. Oh, you can make a mint off selling people back their names.
0: Uh, I'll, I won't say the name of the person okay. because I don't know if they would be cool with me saying this. But um, there's a person that we've interviewed in the past that does that. I know I kind of uh, tripped you up there, but uh, and, and I kind of went therapy with the whole like uh, I can't stand compliments; I have to make it stupid. <laughs> I got, it. but um, <laughs> to continue the um. Kind of the things, and we always give out these things every year because this is kind of a reset point for us, and we just want to make sure there's certain people that know where they stand with us, and the next people I'm about to mention probably never listen to us, so...
1: Oh, I, I guarantee you mine does not.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm still going to uh, mention them. Uh, basically the better halves of you guys, since yeah. I'm uh, only the lonely.
1: Oh, no! <laughs> now, see... <laughs> Fuck this guy! Look at him. I mean it in he the most sarcastic way. The, I know he just got the biggest <laughs> ego stroke. Then turns around and toots his own horn, and then gets the sympathy vote at the end. How I is, know how, how to you work not the mic. President of these United States.
0: I have an IQ over twenty. And integrity. And integrity. <clears> yes. Broken as it may be, you <clears> have some. Yeah. My glider name is Integris.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know.
0: But um, I definitely would want to think like you're better half because yeah. of just one. Letting us like into their houses like we did in the past when Doug lived out here and now with your place, and yeah. the, you know, we're at uh Phil's the original pod cave area.
1: Yeah, you know what? We've you know, I, I will extend that gratitude as well to, to my lovely wife Christina. To uh, clearly, Doug's better half, Monique. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's prettier and smarter. No, I'm, I'm teasing Doug. Um, you know, and to Alicia as well, you know, the, the fact that, uh, you know, that, that they are so comfortable with this recording. You know, Alicia encourages Phil to get out there and, and do everything that he can to diversify himself, you know, whether it be acting on stage or screen or whatever it may be. So she's super supportive of this, you know, yeah. and,
0: and then with know, like Monique and Monique jumps
1: right in. Yeah, she's, and Christina's
0: jumped yeah. in too a couple yeah. times. And
1: Christina gets involved too. Um, oh,
0: speaking of which, um, yeah. where, where does the, uh, Donna Justice Bet-lay.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Well, while I feel that Ben Affleck did a superb job as Batman, um, or at least a decent job as Batman, the entire content of the movie forced our hand, and, uh, well, the old saying is happy wife, happy life, so yeah, you, get, you win, honey. She's yeah. got the boobs, she's holding the Yeah, yeah
0: that's what I was about to say. You get to see her naked, and she unfortunately has to see you naked, it's, so... Uh,
1: old now i'm hitting hide- okay all right hey yeah. you're getting a dick pic tonight at like three in the morning oh, i just want you to know that oh, Hey you know what gonna be a picture of you, you <laughs> big dick.
0: anyway yeah uh, it was, it was, it was, well i was about to say that's the reason I, I dress in layers
1: oh wow okay so you know but really it's it, it's just a uh a miracle that, but really our, well, it's not, you know, our, our better halves as we call them or our partners in crime. Uh, in a lot of cases, uh, they share our similar views, you know, um, Christina may not be the overt geek that I am, but she is still an overt geek. Um, we like the same things. If you, if you look, I'm staring at our DVD wall right now and you'll see doubles of several of these films that we have, uh, you know, that, that I, we, I've never really a, seen
0: people have doubles of porn, though.
1: Well, you know, you burn one out. Yeah. Come on, man. I come from the area of the VHS. Okay. I, I especially porn, the be kind rewind era. Yeah. You don't ever want to jump in where somebody finished off that kind of thing. That's true. <laughs> and you know, rewind, rewinding and fast forwarding sometimes you burn a uh,
0: you burn a tape out,
1: yeah. tape out or two. So, uh, you know, with that being said, thank you very much to the lovely ladies in our live. Um, you know, even the ones that Josh has to pay for; those are uh, you thank know, you for all... taking PayPal. Yes, they're all oh, that's cool, isn't it? Yeah, that's a very cool feature. But uh, no, thank you very much for all of your your support and uh, letting us do what we do.
0: And uh, I guess to wrap up this uh, thanking part, um, I guess it'd be best to end it with thanking the silent masses that lay on the internet for us.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. You know, the, the first time we really started delving into. Who listens to the podcast? Yeah, you know we knew that it was going to be a a close knit fan base and yeah, small
0: mostly people we work with and yeah,
1: but then we started getting pings from other countries. Yeah, Uh, whether it be Mexico or Canada or Russia without hacking. Yeah, Russia, Great Britain popped up, Germany, and then we got Australia.
0: Yeah, and And I I thought,
1: holy shit, that's when it. We got Taz in New Zealand. You're right, and and. You'll you'll be hearing some stuff about Taz here coming up pretty soon as well. Um, But it just really dawned on us, you know, how small this world is and and how globally connected we are through stuff like this. And so, you know, as long as we have one listener out there, even if it's just us, we're going to keep doing this. Oh,
0: yeah. As long as it still stays fun, we're going to keep going.
1: For those of you that have really supported us, um, you know, that, that stick in there for all the dumb shit that we do, like us going off the rails for the last, I don't know, half an hour we've been talking about. yeah. Um,
0: we got a lot more left,
1: <laughs> you know. Thank you, thank you for backing us. Thank you for supporting us the way that you guys have. Um, I don't know. Does that wrap up the? Well, there's a
0: little bit more of a, uh, I guess, a little post co- po-, po There's a little po- post coitus I gotta throw out there too.
1: Well, I heard you trip up on a word. In a while. You got gigliotti right. Got yeah, I've been
0: doing good. good. It's the simple words now that I fucking suck at. <laughs> that's true. But um going into the whole uh, the listenership and everything too, lately our reach has been going farther. Like we talked about earlier in July the fact that we had a quote in a actual movie trailer. And yeah, yeah. You know, and it- then recently we just got a hit just a random cold hit on Facebook to consider reviewing a comic book.
1: Right. And you know, this is this is the early stages for a podcast. Has been going on for seven years, you know, and without any kind of uh, support or backing or national recognition or anything like that. This is this is our way of inching inching our way out of the trenches and, and becoming a little more prominent. You know, we we've never done this for any kind of notoriety or anything like that, but it is kind of cool when you get stuff like this. Yeah. Uh, you know, whether it be movie premieres, whether it be uh, you know the very humbly being uh, uh, asked to review somebody's personal work yeah you know that's that's a huge thing for people to do and uh i I can't wait i can't wait to bring you the you know the info on that yeah
0: as Um, we get closer on that info but you
1: know popping up and the the fact that you're in a movie trailer you know yeah that on some dvd somewhere your quote is going to be posted possibly yeah you know and it's a great quote yeah but uh
0: it's a good movie it's an awesome movie yeah it it deserves
1: it it feels kind of cool yeah you know it feels kind of cool you know but uh
0: Anyway. It's been a fun six years. <laughs>
1: I agree. I yeah. agree. So We got a lot uh, more left in the tank. If fast-forwarded through all of that sappy shit, now we're going to move on to the good stuff.
0: Yeah, we'll get to what kept you around for six years for some ra- random-ass reason. The
1: old meat and potatoes.
0: With um, every anniversary episode, we tried to figure out some kind of cool topic or something, like we did the movie Deathmatch with me and Phil with Rise of the Machines and Terminary Salvation, where nobody won. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was kind of.
0: <laughs> Nobody wins out in a fight like that, <laughs> right? I still say salvation's better.
1: <laughs> oh, Lord! Because it.
0: I can say that because Phil the <laughs> That's
1: okay. That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. So because um, there would be blood. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd be having the back issues because he'd be punching me in my kidneys.
1: <laughs> That's true.
0: Yeah. So as we were getting close to this episode and kind of getting the ball back and rolling with our recordings and everything, I, I was trying to figure out the best, kind of figure out the best way we can hit the anniversary properly, and then the idea came randomly to my head at work, knowing that it's kind of weird I'm at work and I'm thinking of something about death. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, basically the topic for this episode is, yeah, 24 hours left to live, what movies do you watch? So it's basically kind of like the ultimate 24-hour movie marathon.
1: Right. Now, you just kind of threw it out to everybody, and and first of all, let me let me say thank you to, uh, to our more celeb... Contributors that you're going to be.
0: Oh yeah, later. well the, uh, we well,
1: we cast a wide net and came back with just about everybody.
0: Yeah, we um at first we were going to do like throw this out to the listeners like we did in the past. Right. We're going to be getting back to those uh, topics soon too. But for the anniversary of Nowhere, California, I really thought like you know what, let's hit some key people from Nowhere's past.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. it was it was a smart idea, and uh, you know we, we dipped into the pool of support that we've had and. Uh, I was really, really surprised and pleasantly surprised with some of these answers. Oh,
0: there are some awesome answers. Like, yeah. some of them I've had to add to my Netflix list.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a few that I forgot about how good they were, and I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. I still stand by mine. Oh. I wasn't... It, mine's a little weird. Well, we'll get to it here in a second. Oh,
0: yeah. So. Ours is... Uh, our lists are going to be the big competition of this yeah. one. Yeah. 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 So. See,
1: now, the, the, the in-house competition between Josh and myself, uh, since old Disky McSlipperton isn't yeah. here... And um, what,
0: what do we want to call Doug? Okay. There's
1: nothing wrong with Doug. <laughs> nothing <laughs> wrong with his back. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. <Bill>. Um,
0: <laughs> we could have pointed out some bad traits for Doug. Mr. Going to Boston. Right. Mr. Cool Job. I get to go everywhere. <laughs> A-hole.
1: Anyway. so uh, the, the, Can't wait for
0: you to go to Delaware.
1: The in-house competition was to see how many films we could come up with that would get us... As close to the twenty-four hour mark as possible, right down to minutes. Yeah, right down seconds to minutes. And so in
0: some portions. Yeah, so. if, if
1: it came down to it, if we you know if we tied up, we we're gonna go to seconds.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but we'll we'll get more to our competition here in a second. Yeah. We're gonna because we got gonna,
0: a lot. We got a lot of ground to cover before we hit ours.
1: <laughs> yes, we are going to kick off with a classic segment of ours. Yeah, I gotta. Uh, do I saw
0: that freaking music? <laughs>
1: I don't know, you're going to have to deep dive for this one. Yeah. But, uh, since we haven't heard from the man in a while, this is going to be our Moment of Doug, our mod.
2: Hey Nowhere listeners, it's Doug for your Moment of Doug, otherwise affectionately known as mod. So, Josh gave me the topic of you have 24 hours to live and you can watch... Any movie or TV show during that time, but it has to add up to 24 hours. It's a bit morbid, you know, but I was up for the task. And I think I compiled a really good list here. So starting off, obviously, you know, being a Star Wars fan that I am, I have to watch Star Wars. But more specifically, Episode 4. Episode 4 is my favorite of the Star Wars movies. It's the first one to come out. It is, it is my opinion, the best one out there. I know a lot of people say Empire, and Empire is on my list, but uh, not on this list. But it's you know it's on my list of top ten movies. It's just not my favorite. Um, I just there's something about Episode Four, you know, that I love. Um, my next one is Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. For those of you who know me, uh, Scott Pilgrim has a very big part of my heart. Um, <clears throat> there's a lot of stories behind that movie with me. I won't get into them too much here because this would take up a whole mod if I did. But Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is is on my list. Uh, Donnie Darko, a huge f- movie that affected me in so many ways. I can't not watch it if I'm going to die. You know, I have to. Uh, the Crow is also on there. Uh, another one that, again, has had a huge effect on me. And one that just can't be left off any list like this. Next we have Hatchet. Uh, I wanted to get a, a good horror movie in there. Um, and Hatchet by Adam Green is my favorite horror movie of all time. I I will watch anything Adam Green, and Hatchet is his first one, so you know it's my opinion the best one. So I just I had to add that on there. Now a, a little funny one that's on there for you guys is Plan Nine from Outer Space. Now I know this movie is cheesy and bad and stuff, but it's Ed Wood. Ed Wood is super important to me. I, I love his work. I know it's been. You know, Hail is one of the worst movies of all time, but it's it's really not. He just he wanted to tell a story and he told it. You know, he didn't have the money to have the special effects of the time, so he did the best he could. Now, being a huge Tim Burton fan, I had to include Tim Burton movie, and I decided to go back to all the way back to Beetlejuice. Um, it's one of my favorite Tim Burton movies. It's also got a really, really, really beautiful Winona writer in it. I love her as goth lydia um she's one of my goth crushes so you know going out with that now for the big actiony kind of movie i went with cloverfield because how can you go wrong with a monster destroying new york and i i know a lot of people don't like that movie but i certainly loved it i was totally involved in all of the pre-release you know games online and all of that stuff so cloverfield is definitely up there for me uh the original dawn of the dead the george a romero uh classic now having him just passed you know it, it it's good that it's on this list um and then now another horror movie besides dawn of the dead and uh, hatchet saw the original saw movie good psychological thriller you know nice throwback something i can always put on and entertain um I wanted to watch an episode of my favorite TV show, Firefly, so I put that on the list as well. Um, I don't have a particular one I'd want to watch, um, so I think I would just randomly choose one, you know, for that one. Um, next up is one of my favorite favorite movies, The Artist. Uh, came out a couple of years ago, a silent movie, one Oscar. It's a it's that movie can always put me in a good mood. Uh, going way, way back, uh, another silent movie, *The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari*, German expressionist film. I don't know if you guys haven't seen it. I highly recommend it. It's it's great for what this movie has done for cinema. Um, the original Superman, you know, is definitely up there on my list. And the last hour and three minutes, being the family man that I am, I would have to watch home movies of of my family. I if I knew I was going out. The next day, I I could not not watch movies of my wife and kid. So, a little sentimentality there. So, that's my list, guys. You know, just to run it back down again Star Wars A New Hope, Scott Pilgrim, Donnie Darko, The Crow, Hatchet, Plan 9, Beetlejuice, Cloverfield, Dawn of the Dead, Saw, Firefly, The Artist, The Cabin Dark Caligari, Superman, and Home Movies. So, all right. Well, until next mod. Bye
1: guys. Damn, I love that he picked Scott Pilgrim.
0: It's an under it's an underrated I wouldn't even say classic, it's an underrated gem. It's well, one of those, it's a needle in a haystack.
1: Well, Scott Pilgrim was classically it's it's the first film that was under the curse of Hall H from Oh god uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, from Comic Con. And for some reason it just didn't do as well as people it, thought it would. I love that movie. Oh yeah.
0: Well, it well, not a lot of people knew about Scott Pilgrim before the movie even came out.
1: Right, but I mean, like, think of the cast that you have in that. Yeah. Aubrey Plaza was fantastic oh, yes. in that film. She's so—I think she was one of the more underrated characters in, oh, that, yeah. in that film. You know, knives, Cho. Everybody was fantastic.
0: Brandon Roth.
1: Right, right. The, oh, everybody
0: yeah. from the evil ex-boyfriend group. Yeah, Chris Pine.
1: Yes, everybody. I know. Every, or Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah, Chris. It's one of those Chris's. <laughs> the skateboarding, bitch uh, can't grind that real. Oh, I bet you I can't. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, and,
0: and you're right. Just showing like Yeah. Just like boom, I can do this crap.
1: Right. So,
0: you know, and and making us think like Marvel, you may have dropped the ball with Ant Man, but Ant Man was still awesome.
1: And by you no, know, Ant Man was fantastic. Uh it the only thing it made me do is go, how much cooler would it have been Exactly. you uh you know, I honestly I think after Baby Driver. Oh, uh yeah.
0: Can't wait to watch that.
1: The fact that he had everybody learn the driving techniques in the scenes, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway,
0: Edgar Wright is amazing.
1: Well, Doug, thank you for. Uh, and for... there
0: are no shock with Star Wars. Ooh, Star Wars.
1: Hey, you shut your whore mouth. It is an institution. It is a cornerstone of America. It is where I will plant my flag and salute my.
0: If you haven't realized in six years, ooh is positive for me. I have issues. Is that what that is? Yeah. I... Dude, I have problems. God damn,
1: I I just thought you had some sort of like, syndrome going on there. Maybe. Okay, that's fair. All right, yeah. no judge, no yeah. judge. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah. But Doug, thank you very much for that. Yeah, I mean, that we always love awesome the picks. Awesome picks.
0: And also, too, every year, no matter what, even if he's here or not here, he has to be part of the anniversary.
1: Well, you know, part of the reason that we told him he had to move away, which is the truth behind it, we told him we had to, he had to leave. Uh, Doug is incredibly smart. And it makes us all look a little dumb. So, uh, you know, I'm glad he pops in once in a while for his mods. But yeah. But even those, you know, I kind of feel stupid yeah, Well,
0: out. it makes me kind of want to bring the games back for that adjective game. Just to have him talk sexy. You know, that's
1: a great point. <laughs> yeah. I like that sexy dog. Oh, yeah.
0: Anyhow. And speaking of sexy, <clears throat> uh, we're going to uh, kind of bring in a, a, an event miniseries okay. until uh, he's well enough to jump back into the mix
1: yes we're going to introduce our moment of fill aka our mop, mop.
0: and I just realized something um, I'm never going to be able to leave why mine is going to sound stupid you, you got mod, m-o-d, uh-huh. moment of Doug, moment of Phil, mop okay. moment of nick, mon what the uh-huh. hell's mine Marge. Sounds weird. No, you sound like a...
1: Like a... Uh, I don't know, like a... No, you, you sound like a, an eccentric, like, Middle Eastern oil tycoon. This
0: is Marge. Would that mean Trump would like or hate me?
1: Depends. How much does he have invested in your company?
0: I wouldn't want him to invest in my company. <laughs> I'd be that smart. Oh, hey. he didn't like you at all then. Yeah, but anyways, here, here's your mop.
2: Mop, mop, <laughs> mop All day long. Mop, 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 while I sing that song, gonna watch that floor, gonna make it... Hi guys, this is
3: Phil here, uh, with a, uh, well, I guess Doug, Doug is a mod, so I guess this would be mop, moment of Phil, well, okay, so Josh asked me if, uh, I think uh, the term he used was, if I had 24 hours to live, um, what, you know, what movie would I watch? Well, now this is assuming, of course, that this isn't, I I don't have 24 hours to live because, you know, I've got some kind of disease in my, you know... Stomach is turning into liquid shit. In those cases, I probably wouldn't feel like watching a movie. <laughs> I'd probably be going, kill me, kill me now. But, okay, I, I figured maybe what he meant was if we I had 24 hours to live because, I don't know, a, an asteroid or something like that was going to blow up the Earth. Um, uh, let's see. Okay. I, 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 given those circumstances, I, 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 I have an answer. Um, I would just basically be Ghostbusters on infinite loop.
0: What? Dude! Dude. What? Uh, I know I usually don't interrupt these. What the fuck? Yeah, seriously, what the fuck? This, is, this is the anniversary episode. It's our sixth anniversary. You have nothing more than just Ghostbusters uh, on loop. Ghostbusters 1 and 2 on loop? I know -hmm. It's you. All right, right. it's Ghostbusters, and I Mm -hmm. shouldn't be shocked.
3: No, you really shouldn't have. That's why I was wondering why the hell did you drive all the way up here to get my answer? It's like, dude, I bet you it's Ghostbusters, but that's okay.
0: You know me on production value. You know what? That's okay. You know what?
3: If you want production value, I'll defend my reasoning behind it. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, Yes, could I watch Hook? Absolutely. Could I watch, you know, um, Goonies, Gremlins? Uh, probably a couple of thousand other one of my favorites. Could but have um, done
0: you know, in Backdoor Sluts
3: 9. Well, well I was going to say Back to the Future. I've oh. never seen Back to, um, Backdoor Sluts 9. You should.
0: It's a yeah. it's, uh, Golden Globe word.
3: Oh, cool, cool. Midgets. Got to love it. Yeah. So, anywho. Now, look, there's, uh, you know, it's 24 hours. 24 hours, I figured, okay, do I spend it watching the movies? It's like, hey, I, I love a lot of movies, but... That's the time to spend with, I guess you would call it, your cinematic soulmate. And for me, that would be Ghostbusters. Okay? okay. If, we're, if, we're, if, we're, if we're talking deep there. Yeah. It's just because it's my favorite movie. It was the first movie I ever saw in theaters when I was a kid. I hold, uh, I hold it very high. So high, in fact, is why it's a shame... You know, it's just like, I, I, I love the movie, the original movie so much that I can't stop giving the remake or reboot or whatever it is, so much shit just for being mediocre. I'm like, no, no, I can't even forgive it. I mean, I could forgive any movie for being mediocre, but a Ghostbusters reboot or remake? Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I can't do I, I can't do that because I'm like, no, m- as fans, we do, we deserve more than just, meh. No. And, uh, there, there's, there's, there's highlights there. And for me, I, I got to thinking if I went to hell, if, uh, if it wasn't subjecting me, I figured my hell would be something along the lines of watching either, uh, what is it? Uh, the Twilight Saga on Infinite Loop or Fifty Shades of Grey on Infinite Loop, both of which, uh, are not only, um, not only cinematic massacres, but they're also literary massacres. So, you know, if it's not that, I figured my hell would be watching Ghostbusters 2016 and Infinite Loop. And if that was going to be my hell, I'm gonna go. I'm going to die in the 24 hours watching The Good One.
0: Good way to go. And honestly, uh, mm-hmm. even when I haven't thought of this idea for our anniversary mm-hmm. episode i knew i could have wrote it down in an envelope oh yeah sealed it had you do your bit yeah and then open up that envelope and go bill will choose ghostbusters one and two
3: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so, so, since I do have you on microphone right, right now, right? Since you are a little bit out of commission, you won't be live with us during. No,
3: the show.
0: no, no. You want to give everybody a little bit of an update on how you are doing?
3: Oh, I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. I'm going to be seeing. Uh, uh, well, I don't know when uh, this will air, but uh, as of August
0: second, w- our anniversary. All right. right well, okay,
3: okay, all right. Well, before that, I'll be seeing the. Uh, I'll be seeing the doctor. And hopefully they'll be giving me some more um, answers. You know, like I said, I got degenerative disc disc disease. I'm walking around a lot better. It's just, uh, (laughs) for lack of a better word, plumbing issues. It's just, it's just a nightmare. Yeah. You know, you take, you take little things for granted, and you know, it's like I'm, I'm glad that I'm, 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 I'm uh, what is it, uh, gimping along? Yeah, I'm gimping along just fine. I could get out there and I could actually drive the car a little bit, but I don't want to go long distances. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're speaking uh-huh.
0: to the choir here on uh, yeah. plumbing issues after my fun.
3: Oh my God, when did we get so damn old?
0: <laughs> yeah. And also, too, since yeah. speaking of uh, getting old and uh, continuing a nightmare. Uh huh. How does it feel that we've been doing this for six years? Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah.
3: Six. Well, at least it's not six, 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 right? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. You know,
0: infinite hell. Infinite hell. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> but um, to, to wrap it up and everything, um, I do want to say this to you on Mike. Sure. And I've said you, to the, you this every year about this time and all uh-huh. that crap. I, I owe you so much because of you just going, when I came to you going, hey, you want to do a podcast? And you go, sure. <laughs> six years later. We're doing this bullshit still. Well,
3: I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm I'm thrilled to have been a part of it. It's like I I've joined you in over a hundred some episodes. I mean, yeah. if you if you count the uh, everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you count everything that we've done, yeah, uh, together. But I love where it's at right now, is because you know if if I'm not around, we have Nick uh, Nicholas die, who's always gracious enough to just kind of, you know, kick in and pick up my slack. And it's grown into something a, uh, even better than what I thought it was. So it's kind of like I'm, I'm glad, you know, that I was like one of the founders of it, but I'm glad it's as big as it is. Yes. So it's like, so so when stuff like this happens, the show can still go on. So I'm, I, I I, couldn't be more thrilled. And that's about it. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. This was your moment of mop.
0: Hey, don't walk there. I just mop.
1: You know, it just dawned on me, and, and first of all, thank you, Phil. Those are uh, amazing picks. Uh, well, no, I mean, it was
0: just two. I know, but it, it's like I said, we, me and him had a little bit of a Ghostbusters. Co- it, me, I had the conversation with him a little bit in that, but I'll reiterate: it. it's like as soon as I realized the topic of this episode, mm-hmm. I could have seriously wrote down on a piece of paper, Phil will only choose Ghostbusters one and two,
1: okay? And put so... it in an
0: envelope, took it with me to go record with Phil. As soon as he's finished I could have ripped it open And put it in his face
1: <laughs> You could have won Your Terminator argument With that like, Oh See I came from the past and, Yeah <laughs> I came from the future To show you this uh, It just onto me though Okay so Our moment of Doug Our mod Yeah Has a cool theme theme song for Yeah
0: it's like the Turtles in Time Yeah, yeah. Boss music
1: Yeah exactly uh, If we did a Theme song from Mop We could just take Adam Sandler's Mop 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 All day long Mop 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 While I sing this song
0: Uh, Five steps ahead. You already have it downloaded on my computer. (laughs) Mine, Mon,
1: eh, Mon, we just play some Jamaican, you know, some reggae, reggae. a little reggae in there. Ooh, yeah. For yours, What do we...
0: See? I can't leave.
1: (laughs) Like, this is going to be terribly insensitive, I'm sure, and I'm already kind of hating myself for saying it, but we're just going to have...
0: You you should be ashamed of yourself. I feel terrible. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) I apologize. I'm... I'm just gonna bow out
0: now. Yeah, actually, uh, I'm
1: not. I'm going uh, to yeah, jump into we, our. Uh, I'm going to jump into our first celebrity one because, we um,
0: could, like we said, uh, we kind of threw the net out there to people not. of nowhere's Pass, and we got we got some good stuff. We
1: did get some really good stuff. I personally, uh, you know, reached out to Robin Shelby. If you are not aware of who Robin Shelby is, she check is your an, pulse. Yeah, she, first of all, she's an incredibly talented actress. Working actress in Hollywood, but she earned her notoriety from being Slimer in uh, Ghostbusters 2. As well as the bridge troll, yeah, and Willow and <laughs> Willow,
0: and we had a r- an amazing interview with her. Like I'd say, like three years ago.
1: Yeah, she's been absolutely wonderful to us, and uh, she's done great for our sister podcast, EctoPod. And yeah. she's she's one of these people that truly embraces Ghostbusters, not for the I'm trying to cling to whatever fame I can, just but because the fans genuinely love her for who she is, and she's a fan too. Yes, and she's a huge fan of Ghostbusters. And the reason I say she's a huge fan of Ghostbusters is because. She has one-upped our fill. Yes. Uh, I will give you uh, her list right here. She starts out with Back to the Future. Uh, Now, she put it just Back
0: to the Future. Just one.
1: I'm going to assume, and I'm going to just make the choice, that it's... It's the trilogy. Because you, really you can't, can't say Back to the Future without encompassing all of yeah. them because you're you're only watching. I I think we have
0: a future episode because when you see some more of these lists, mm-hmm. Back to the Future is something to be discussed.
1: Yeah, and it, it pops up a few times. So her her she jumps right into the arena with Back to the Future. And then she made the very clear distinction of all three Ghostbusters films. Yes. Uh, by the way. I failed to mention that, if you weren't aware, she was our Lady Slimer in the most recent incarnation of Ghostbusters. And uh, here's hoping that with the the new stuff moving forward with Ghost Corps and Ivan Reitman and everything else, that we may see Lady Slimer grace the screen a few more
0: times. Well, we just finished up with Comic-Con a few weeks ago, That's and right. we're, we're still recovering from that hangover. That's
1: right. N- so, not a
0: hangover of actually going, but... Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's usually my line. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, okay, so here's her picks: Back to the Future, all three Ghostbusters films. I love oh, this one here, Heart and Souls. Love that freaking movie. Damn good Robert Downey Jr. movie. Yes. I love that one. Uh, my wife actually showed that one to me for the first time, and I, just, I loved it. I cried. Yeah, it it was
0: one of those ones I always loved when it was like just randomly on, mm-hmm. and then I really kind of dove deep into eBay and Amazon purchases. Yeah. And I came across it in like um, a value section on Amazon. I was like, done.
1: I, I think we have it here somewhere. I'll have to I'll have to go looking through, but I'm pretty sure we have it. I know Christina bought it. Um, Airplane. Oh, Classic. Stryker, Striker Striker. <laughs> Does anybody here speak Jive? Uh, now, she put Primal Fear.
0: That's a good oh, one, too. Dude,
1: that was one of those, and I hadn't read the book yet. Uh, I did after the film, but I watched the movie, and I went, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, unreal. Very, very good. She went with a classic, uh, Christmas story.
0: Another. You really movie.
1: look. There's a reason it plays on a 24-hour loop on Christmas.
0: The cheap. It's
1: that one. <laughs> Ass. It's that good. <laughs> it is really that good. It it takes you back to a nostalgic yeah. part of you know our childhood and stuff like that. Uh,
0: it, well, you look at the <clears throat> the uh, sequel they made a couple years ago mm-hmm. and everything like that, and how horrible it was, and it shows that that original. Is timeless. I didn't it's, even know
1: there was a sequel and thank you for poisoning my brain.
0: Yeah, it, well, if I had to see it at work, you, yeah, everybody oh, no. needs no, to no, know no. about it.
1: Knew. I don't want to know anything about it. So she has a Christmas story, then she went with the Sean Penn and Susan Sarandon Academy Award winning Dead Man Walking.
0: Another beautiful movie.
1: But her finale was the one that I stood up and just in the finale swatted.
0: that's the one thing I'll kind of hint to with all of these lists like yeah. the finales for each list is really particular each one yeah
1: mine's very very specific I don't know if she intended this one but I, I had to stand up and just kind of applaud it because it's it is one of the greatest science fiction and one of the greatest comedies ever and I'm not talking about space balls I'm talking about galaxy quest oh yeah God, what a great film, man! In and another
0: great under the radar movie.
1: Yeah, well, you know, and there's there's a movie, you know, if you if the, the world is coming to an end, there it is. Oh yeah, you know, you just you just sit just there just and, do it. You know, I, I was actually kind of surprised somebody didn't choose that. You know, seeking a friend for the end of the world. You know, that's a very particular <laughs> that movie. Been a very interesting, like uh, uh,
0: or knowing uh, a very meta.
1: Yeah a very meta kind of way. I didn't
0: watch knowing. Like, I caught the ending because my brother and my mom were watching right. it, and I'm kind of like, oh, is this the end? And then and, and it happened. Spoiler, the end of the world. And I'm watching going, holy shit!
1: Yeah. Uh, but Galaxy Quest is a great way to finish that off. It's, uh, you know, it, it just so much hope and laughter and fun yeah. in that, and it's, you know, by Graptar's hammer. Uh, so, yeah, so there's, there's Robin's picks. Back to the Future, all three Ghostbusters Heart and Souls, Airplane, Primal Fear, Christmas Story, Dead Men Walking, and Galaxy Quest. And after she finished it off, she said, does that help? Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah, it helps. <laughs> Thanks, Robin. I appreciate it.
0: I will definitely echo those sentiments. Uh, thank you, Robin, for that list. And the next person, um, you know what? He is a celebrity because he has his, he's in uh, a horror metal band. Uh, basically, it's music that is based on uh, horror movies and everything, and it's metal.
1: I thought that was all metal.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, well,
0: these are specific <laughs> towards that, too. Yeah. Um, a good friend in nowhere, California, Taz, uh, if you remember, we met him at the first Days of the Dead on the West Coast. We oh, did our... Australian madman. Yes. And we did our uh, cartoon commentary to uh, Dungeons and Dragons with him. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, I think it was last year's uh, Los Angeles Comic-Con, he made his return to the States, and we hung out and... Talked I'm to.
1: really hoping he comes back. I don't know if he will, but I'm really hoping he comes back. I have yet to meet Taz. Yeah. As in most cases, I have yet to meet a lot of our
0: Well, there's uh, a couple. Of the, I think most of the people on my list you haven't met. Well, there's one I haven't met either, but he lives in London.
1: <laughs> That's fair. Maybe I'll get to meet him in February.
0: Well, hopefully, yeah. We'll see. Well, I'll drop him a line and tell him, like, hey, my buddy's coming. So, hey, stay to say him. But here is uh, Taz's list. Okay. So I'm just going to read it verbatim for him. Uh, first up is Jaws. Uh, the thing John Carpenter's the thing. Oh, I love Taz. Demons one and two. Wow. Monty Python and Holy Grail. Oh, uh, it hits home. And basically, a uh, highlight reel of all his favorite Monty Python clips because that's one of the things I did throw out to my side of the the right, submission, which I didn't do. I I said, hey, if you have to throw in any kind of uh, TV shows or anything to put a buffer, do it. And then after the Monty Python clips, he went with Clerks. And Mallrats, and Spider-Man Homecoming. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, he really did. Well, I think New Zealand got it quicker than us.
1: Uh, I don't know if they did or not, but... Uh, or
0: he saw it pretty fast then.
1: <laughs> good for him. Yeah. Um, of course, Clerks and Mallrats. Yeah. You know, of course. Battle Royale. All right.
0: Did you have something else to say about no, it? No, no, no. no. Uh, the Raid 2, Teen uh, Wolf, yeah. Predator, and Die Hard. And he said, if I... Can fit it all of them in in 24 hours, but then he threw in a kind of a P.S. He was like, uh, "Maybe swap the Ray Two for 13 Assassins. It'd be a shame not to have some uh, Takashi Miike oh, film in there." What a
1: great movie! Oh yeah, I'll swap that one. That's, yeah, that's yeah. So some good stuff. But damn, some good
0: stuff in there. Yeah. So way to go, Taz. That's yeah, a great, Taz. Great Taz had some great stuff in there. So let's go next uh, to the person we we're talking about uh, that comes from the Great Britain and London area. Okay. Jeremy Drysdale, the writer of uh, Grand Theft Parsons and the co-writer of Clown Wars, Blood and Arsenic. Yes. And I've been reading that book lately. Holy crap, that book is awesome. Cool. Because it's it's honestly, it's a world where there's humans and there's clowns. Plain and simple.
1: That's it? There's just a dividing line?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a dividing line and like there's a chunk of the book, like I was reading on the plane back. Mm-hmm from Hawaii, and there's a couple pages where they talk about clown bloodlines.
1: Whoa! Yeah. That's deep. Like
0: one of them, it, the bloodline is called Whiteface. It's the oldest version of clowns. Okay. Because it's just yeah, yeah. straight whiteface. It's an amazing book, check it out, I believe it's still available on Amazon, or just hit Jeremy Drysdale on Facebook, you'll point you in the right direction. Good, yeah, Or drop sure. us a line, we'll do the same. So here is his list, and I'll just go ahead and throw it right out from exactly what he said says, hi Joshua, happy anniversary, because I kind of threw out the fact that it's, it's going to be our anniversary episode. Uh,
1: baiting him, I see. Good, Yeah, good, hey, hey, good. No, hey, hey
0: got fine. him to do it, got him to that's do fair, it. That's fair, that's fair. I only have a minute, but would be happy to help. Uh, f- from his list, he goes seven, the Adventure Classic. Oh
1: God, so good.
0: Uh, The Godfather Trilogy, yes, all of them. That's a lot of time. See, that is a lot of time. A lot of time, just
1: we're, one, we're, one, talking, one. We're,
0: we're talking 24 hours here.
1: <laughs> and hey, you know what, uh... I'll tip my hat for the balls to throw in the third.
0: Yeah. Most mm-hmm. people
1: stop at two and just kind of go... Ming.
0: Yeah, kind of like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Right.
1: Okay, <laughs> hey, 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 you shut your mouth. We don't mention that movie <laughs> in this fucking house.
0: Black Hawk Down. All right. Pulp Fiction. Uh, one that's partial to him, and honestly, it's partial to me. It was very close to being on my list, but yep. it made his list. Grand Theft Parsons. <laughs> <laughs> Got to enjoy your work. Yeah, of course. Yes. Yeah, be proud. Yeah. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road
1: a great
0: list uh charlie varkic Var, varrick okay do you know which that one is nope stars walter matthew it's him and his wife and i guess it's his friend they decide to rob a bank mm-hmm. without realizing the bank is owned by the mob
1: oh that's great
0: yeah i the as, opening
1: sequence of the dark Knight.
0: as soon as <laughs> he sent me the list mm-hmm. i was like charlie varrick what what is that and i checked it out i li- looked on it on imdb oh. and i was like Oh, adding it to Netflix, I gotta watch this. Just the
1: dumb luck of a guy. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. especially
0: with it being Walter Matthau.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: you gotta love that. And then he ends it with the apartment.
1: Nice. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Yeah.
0: Well, filmmaker, film writer, and everything. So, right. Yeah. Right. yeah. I,
1: I feel good because uh, one of his picks is on my list. Yeah. I'll get to that. Yeah. Terribly. Got to rub
0: that one. In. Yeah. Okay.
1: So. What are we rubbing? <laughs> okay.
0: Continue. So next up is another good friend of the show, Mm -hmm. one that you haven't met and we've interviewed several times, uh, George Wassel. Jorge Wassel. The creator of Oh Hell.
1: Yes. Uh, God, he's been great.
0: Oh, he's been awesome. He's been great. And I'll just throw this out really quickly. He um, was at the Anime Expo Mm -hmm. that recently happened in California. Yes. And the morning that the Expo started, I wake up and I have a ping on my phone of Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, George Wassel uh, mentioned you on Instagram and Facebook and all this stuff. I'm like, that's cool. What's he yeah. up to? Clicked on it. He's wearing our shirt at the convention.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he uh, is a big supporter of the podcast. Yeah. Great, big supporter of the podcast. And I look forward to meeting him very soon. And um, yeah, he he was one of the recipients of our uh, t shirt. Bought one of our t shirts. Yes. And uh, was wearing it loud and proud at the Anime Expo.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, that is so that's awesome. That's all. It's super rad.
1: That's like it was. I get all silly and giddy. Because, like I said, we're, we're fledgling. We're still fledgling. We're moving on up yeah. the world. And, and that's just... That's and to
0: get one. nods from people that we respect and yeah. enjoy their work personally, too. Right. It's yeah. kind
1: of a mutual artistic sort of thing. And, and uh, George, thank you very much for
0: that. So, so as as before, I'm just going to go ahead and just read the their um, messages verbatim. All right. All I got was, is 23 hours and 2 minutes. So, he, he did pretty well for himself.
1: Yes, he did go after time. I like
0: yeah. that. Since it... The last 24 hours of my life, I have to allow 58 minutes for trips to the refrigerator for liquid ref- refreshments and ice cream. Lots of ice cream. And because I don't have a big screen TV in the bathroom, bathroom trips.
1: See, if you had posed it as I had, you just would have had, you know, theater, seat, service. They would have just brought it to him. Bring, day, bring me ice cream. They would have brought it to him. In a catheter? <laughs> uh, no. He didn't? No. <laughs> What I posed was you were trapped in a theater with the entire... This is... Okay.
0: So you're just pissing against the wall?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Well, why not? That's what you do. I mean, like, if you drop your soda, it just runs down somewhere. You never see where it goes, do you?
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: yeah, You just pee down. That, that's,
0: that's the thing I'm going to do if I ever run a theater. I'm going to put grates in.
1: There you go. Yeah. And air fresheners.
0: Yes. To keep me from staring at the clock and whining about all the things I did and didn't do, I choose movies that kept me gross me or made me laugh. Good. Yeah, okay. so... He has a really good list going here. Mm-hmm. Like right off the bat, he goes with Once Upon a Time in the West. Nice. Yeah. Okay. The Godfather. The Godfather Two. Mm-hmm. That's it on the Godfather. That's my boy.
1: There <laughs> yeah.
0: we go. Spaceballs. Of course. Life of Brian. Got to love the sun. Oh. The Hangover. Wait wait wait. Yeah okay. Back to Life I, of I, Brian. I'm taking
1: a drink. Of... Do you know about Life of Brian? Look no, on the bright you know side much? of life, right? Yeah, but do you, do you know about the movie at all? Not too much. BBC refused to make the movie. Yeah, absolutely refuse to make a movie. Like well, Brian, it's pretty blasphemous, right? Well, it's it's about a guy who.
0: He's the out, other guy on the cross. <sighs> yeah, yeah I know well, bits and pieces.
1: Brian is. He was born around the same time that Jesus was, and so he looks, you know, in, in, in uh, Bethlehem and all that. <laughs> he looks yeah. like looks like Jesus and stuff. stuff. So it's the pursuit of him as they're trying to kill him. And, uh, you know, it's different things he goes through and he he encounters aliens and all kinds of different stuff. Oh, God. It was was just this, the BBC was all, there's no fucking way we're going to do this. So, sir, and by the way, my favorite Beatle, Sir George Harrison funded the entire film
0: Shut the fuck he up! He
1: loved it so much he funded the entire thing. Look into it, dude. It's I've, fucking, always, it's well, it's I've always fucking amazing. I've always wanted to watch
0: it. I'm I'm not the biggest uh, Python fan, I guess. Right, but I do respect what they've done with comedy. Look,
1: there's there's you know, there, there's two lines you can draw with Python. Uh, it's either you're, you're either on the side. It's kind of like the Beatles and the, and the Stones. You're either on the side of Python or the side of Benny Hill.
0: No, I'm uh, definitely on the Python side. Don't <laughs> you wrong. Know,
1: I like both, but for entirely different Yeah. Things. Python is a much deeper intellectual Oh hell yeah. You know, it's, it's, there's so much so much more involved in there. Uh whereas, you know, Hills just slapstick and, and and comedy and stuff like that. So, um yeah, it's it's fantastic. If you ever get a chance, look into I, I the backstory to. behind the life of Brian.
0: Definitely. Okay. Uh The Hangover. Mm-hmm. Shaun of the Dead. A Return Visit from Airplane.
1: Okay, all right. See. Uh,
0: another return visit from Monty Python and Holy Grail. There you go. So it makes me think this is probably the order of watching for him. Okay. And then he wraps it up with Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. It's
1: a good one. Yeah.
0: It's a good one. It's nice long very, one. Yeah, it's
1: a very, very good one. Uh, I, I like those picks, man. I like those yeah, picks some
0: really good picks there.
1: Yeah. I, I really like the life of Brian Pink. That's, yeah. That's a good one. That's a really good one.
0: Okay, and to wrap up our uh, trip down the the past... <laughs> Mm -hmm. Uh, We uh, got one from Chuck Norfolk, the writer-director of Getting Schooled, really great horror comedy. If you haven't checked it out, it's basically Breakfast Club with a lot of blood.
1: Yeah, see, and yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. It's a a hell of a lot of fun.
0: And it was interesting, when I threw this out to him, he he quickly said, "Um, can I bring my brother involved in this? Because he writes with his brother.
1: Oh, awesome. Yeah,
0: and he wrote um, Conjoined, the weird uh, conjoined twin yeah, 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 movie yeah. I watched. Yes. W- which I described as an uh, episode of Three's Company mixed with Twilight Zone with some low, doses of, low dosages of acid.
1: That's fair. Okay. Yeah,
0: because it was that.
1: Everything's seasoned a little bit better with some LSD.
0: Yeah, and I, I think we, we added this up yesterday okay. when we were attempting to record this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think we've got like twenty three hours, or was it 22 hours? Yes,
1: it was a 20, 23 and some change.
0: Yeah, twenty. I believe it was. It was, a, yeah.
1: it was a very solid attempt.
0: And he he utilized the TV role in this one, too. This is the first one to really throw into that.
1: Right. See, now, again, the competition is really just kind of between Josh and I, because I just love hearing the pics of what people would...
0: I know, I love this I,
1: I know this is very off the cuff, you know, because you could always go through your DVD collection and go, oh, wait, 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 wait. So yeah, i got to do too. that one.
0: But that was truth. the hard part too. But, to go like, "Do yeah. I want to watch that one?" Or exactly. Exactly. Do I want to forsake this one?
1: Yeah. So it you know it's interesting to see these picks. That's, yeah. You know. So okay, go for so it. So just I'm going kind of like giddy. To oh, get yeah, this. I know. I.
0: I it's, this is this I is. I love bit, when
1: filmmakers and, and creators and artists, you know, who, uh, you know, and, and actors or something, they, they come out and they go, "Okay, this is what I would do."
0: And honestly, and that's kind of the reason I kind of moved the idea from getting listeners' submissions right. to these guys because also to this. Kind of intensifies the main reason of doing one of the main reasons of doing Nowhere is to be able to pick the minds of these creative of people, yeah, like you were basically saying, yeah, yeah. So here we go, just like I have done before directly from their messages. Okay. Uh, and hopefully, I don't stutter again. This one comes to you from writer directors Chuck and Tim Norfolk from Getting Schooled. Uh, conjoined and Haunted Trailer, this weird ghost story inside of a freaking trailer, like redneck. Trailer where at one point there's a floating disemboweled head of Ron Jeremy.
1: Well, you know.
0: Ron Jeremy is an avid uh, collaborator with these guys.
1: See, that's awesome. Yeah. And, uh,
0: there's look, people. You can you can judge the quote
1: unquote hedgehog, uh, you know, for what you will. But I, I've seen Ron Jeremy several times at the the comic conventions and things like that, doing a lot of the independent things and stuff like that. He's a very diversified man. And before Mister. You know, ten and some inches got into the adult film industry. He was also a school teacher. He, you know, he's well versed. He's a very well educated person. Oh yeah, and he, a very creative guy at that. So this that doesn't surprise me one damn bit.
0: Yeah. So it, this is coming from mm-hmm. writer directors Chuck and Tim folk, who have been sentenced to death in 24 hours. I love that they put that
1: <laughs> sentenced to death. That's cool. Dead yeah. man walking. Dead man dead walking. Man walking
0: watching. Instead of last meal, your last movies. See
1: the creative. Yes.
0: Boogie Nights, 1997.
1: Oh, great fucking movie. Dude, I uh, I cannot tell you how much I loved that movie and how many times I jerked off of that movie. <laughs>
0: anyway. Anyways, 155 minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's start it off with a mother of a movie. Okay. Our, who family could be diagnosed with cancer and this would still be put us in a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, things can go to shit. They're still going to watch Boogie Nights. Right. 70s porn Burt Reynolds and prosthetic dicks what's not to love
1: seriously <laughs> it was and and oh god Don Cheadle in that every, oh, yeah. every, everybody William H.
0: Macy as yes. the freaking put upon husband
1: yeah uh, how, oh dude and and yeah cause he Jesus that scene was oh, god just getting railed yeah oh man okay
0: yes uh, Blues Brothers 1980 fuck yes uh, I was
1: gonna put this on my list too
0: 133 like, minutes two,
1: yeah yeah I was gonna yeah. say a little over two hours yeah a little over two hours
0: it, for their comments, it's we're on a mission from God. Belushi and Akkrate are the best.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: Now this kind of diverts from the movies to TV. Okay, from SNL, the little chocolate donuts sketch, one minute, where it's basically the kind of the spoof of the Wheaties commercial, the athlete. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's John Belushi yeah, yeah. going like, I start every morning with little chocolate donuts. Yes. <laughs> and their words, Belushi eating donuts and smoking a cigarette, and classic, uh, commercial spoof.
1: I'm I'm seeing a pattern here. Yeah. I, I like where their heads are at. This, oh, is, yeah. this is good shit. You're going to love this list. This is good shit.
0: Uh, full Metal Jacket, 1987.
1: Absolutely!
0: 116 minutes. Are you
1: you cocksuckers on? Nerds, oh, sir. Bullshit, I bet you can suck a golf ball through 10 feet of rubber. <laughs> Fuck, yeah. Uh, how many minutes?
0: Uh, 116 minutes. 116, okay. Uh, Kubrick War Film, Matthew Modine, Arlie Remini, Vincent D'Onofrio, the best.
1: Sure. Yeah, and and a lot of people forget about Vincent D'Onofrio oh, yeah. as... as
0: well, yeah, people only think of him, like, now as, like, as Gomer. Law and Order and all that crap.
1: Right. But, but he, then,
0: yeah. also, too, he's been doing, like, a lot of great stuff. Like, one of my favorite movies of the past, I'd say, if, if the time frame's correct, decade, uh-huh. The salt the sea where he plays a freaking meth yes. dealer with no nose. Yeah. Amazing movie. An amazing actor. Next up, Young Frankenstein, 1974. God damn it.
1: Favorite comedy ever. Oh, ever, yeah. ever, ever, period, ever. Young Frankenstein is the epitome of all fucking comedy. Exactly. I, oh, and, and, and God, that was, I that's another guys. one
0: not to really reveal my list too much. When I got to my Mel Brooks portion of my list, it, right. was, it was a fight. It was an internal struggle.
1: <laughs> you know, to me it was, I, I would have spent too much time going, well, no, I like this because it's more upbeat. And, no, I like this because it's this. And, and, and I just,
0: when it, we get it, to it, my choice for my Mel Brooks portion, you, uh, I will explain why. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, Young Frankenstein, freaking amazing movie. Oh, it's so
1: fucking good. And, yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Next up, star, on
0: on. star Eighty from nineteen eighty three. Star Eighty. Why do uh, I know that? One hundred and three minutes. Okay. Eric Roberts is next level as scumbag boyfriend that gets oh, his girl into yes. smut industry killer.
1: Yes. Yes. Oh my god, dude. Yes. Fuck. I love. Both so. Those so now you got to add. I need. I seriously need to have fucking beer and just. Yeah, oh yeah. Wax
0: yeah. films with these two. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Chuck can get back out here very quickly. That's <laughs> Badass. Because he lives in Texas. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, the Next up is another off the movie path, but mm. still amazing. The Three Stooges, The Ghost Talks. Yes. It's one of their okay. shorts. Okay. 1947, 16 minutes. The Stooges in our favorite horror comedy short of all time. Okay.
1: That's good. I like
0: that. Yeah, next up, The Shining, 1980. Mm. 146 minutes. Mm. Jack Nicholson mm. at his mm. most crazed will keep anyone awake during a 24-hour film fest. Oh, so fucking good. Now, this one is a little bit of a partial for me. Okay. My breakfast with Blassie.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: 1983, 60 Minutes. Madman Andy Kaufman has breakfast with washed-up pro wrestler and fucks with his head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amazing moment in Andy Kaufman history. Yeah. Just sitting there watching classy Freddie Blassie, just looking at him going, like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. You know, Kaufman is such a fucking genius. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. This is this is unreal. Oh. Keep going, dude. Okay.
0: Uh, the King of Comedy, 1982, 109 minutes. That's Robert that. De Niro as a delusional wannabe comedian yep. who kidnaps a talk show host played by Jerry Lewis in a great comedy directed by Scorsese. Yep. Next up, Planet of the Apes, 1968, 112 minutes. Fucking classic. The original and the original with the greatest what the fuck ending ever. Yeah, yeah. to throw that in for nowhere. <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, dude. Because you know
0: how much we love our what-the-fuck movie moments.
1: <laughs> damn yous. That's what I always think of James yeah. damn, damn yous all the hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, Up in Smoke, 1978. Oh, and
1: Chong. That's fucking awesome. 86
0: minutes The Laurel and Hardy of weed kick-ass in this classic comedy. Yes. This is another one I think you're going to have a good reaction okay. to. Wild at Heart. God damn it. 1990, 125 minutes. David Lynch takes yeah. on the Wizard of Oz and so freaking crazy. And it's,
1: it's in, in the only way that David Lynch can. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good.
0: This one is something I never knew anything about. And when I told you it was on a list, you were like, oh, these are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry Tate, Office Linebacker. Office Linebacker. linebacker. In the commercials, they it, gave it a one fifty one. It is just, 1 minute and 51 second uh, timer on it.
1: Look, first of all, it's, it's a very brilliant campaign. Oh, it's yeah. It's a very brilliant campaign. Uh, what
0: does he do to the dude that, that okay. takes the last of the so, coffee?
1: <laughs> basically, what it is, they hire fucking <laughs> the CEO like, so you know, we were we were trying different things to get people to kind of straighten up in the office, you know, not waste company time, not do these, you know, uh, just minor company violations that that seem to drive everybody else nuts. So to kind of bring the morale up, so they hire Terry Tate, this linebacker. So every time you have a violation, he comes in and just fucks you. Yes. <laughs> and it, <laughs> so. The one dude's like, he pours himself a cup of coffee, and there's a sign on it that says, you know, like, if if you finish the pot, make another. And he's like, pours it out, looks around, nobody's there, he takes a cup, he's like, ha ha ha. And out of nowhere comes this massive fucking black man, giant beast of a linebacker. Terry Tate just drills this dude. And he's like, the dude's laying there with coffee all over him, and he's like, cowering on the floor. And he jumps up and he whoo! And he's got the black fucking eye, paint under his eyes and all that shit. And he's like, "If you kill the Joe, you make some money, <laughs> you know." Oh, and
0: that's dude, a ringtone in the making. There's another one where
1: the fat guy's like trying to trying to take a piece of cake out of the the fridge and it's not his.
0: There's a known and everything. Yeah,
1: and he and he's like, "You know that H R K? You know that H R He's He's like, oh, "Here comes the pain train! Woo-woo! whoa, woo <laughs> The guy's just crying, dude. Oh, it's oh, it's oh, it's unreal. amazing. It, and it goes. It literally stretched a couple of years where they hired another person who was like the anti you know, another linebacker who was supposed to do the job better than him. And it was this big showdown. Oh, it's, it's, I'm going to ha- I it's, it's my find, new YouTube addiction. Be a DVD compilation of the whole thing. It's unreal funny.
0: Yeah. And this is his finale. And I, if I rem- remember the ending of Scarface correctly, mm-hmm. it's kind of an interesting way to close out this kind of a marathon because of <sighs> Scarface 1983, 170 minutes Man, eighty-three was a great year. Fucking Say hello dope. to the most awesome drug dealer of all time.
1: Yeah, Tony Montana. Yeah, the fucking world is yours. Man. And then it, just, the it whole- ends
0: with him being hooking down in a hell of bullets, isn't it? Uh, yeah, Pretty
1: much, yeah. That's yeah. where you get the, you know, say hello to my little friend. Yeah. He's standing on the balcony of his uh uh Miami mansion right after he buries his face into a pile of coke and just goes, <laughs> and, you know, sorts it up and goes out there with a, it's an M-16 with a grenade launcher on it, and he just starts fucking up these cartels and it's basically because he had a heart. He wouldn't, he was supposed to take out the, this, I, I I think it was a politician, I'm not for sure, I don't remember it exactly, uh, but he, he's supposed to take out this car. But the kid, uh, the, the dude's kid's in there with his wife. Yeah. And he refused to blow the car up, uh, you know, and kill the kid as well. And so it just kind of created this downfall for Tony Montana. But it's you know, it, it's it's respected as the the rise to power and the live by the gun, die by the gun sort of thing. And in the
0: era of cribs, it was everybody's fucking favorite movie. Oh,
1: Dude, I'm telling you, it, it's. It's a good movie. It's a fucking really good movie. Don't get me wrong. I love that. Movie.
0: The time has come.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Oh, uh, this is this is what I've been waiting for because this is this is the showdown. Uh, you
1: talking to me?
0: Yeah, I'm talking to you. You're
1: talking
0: to me? Yeah. You, there's no one else over there.
1: I am Blondie in the Man with No Name trilogy here, buddy. You're going down. It flies. Oh.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well. We've been discussing the the best way to roll with this, and um, I guess we're gonna do it with whoever got the least amount of movies and whoever got closest to twenty four.
1: All right. Oh, I snorted a little in excitement. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. There. There was. Uh, it was. It was kind of the. I don't want to say it was an embarrassing snort, but it was more of like the it, snort it's, of a velociraptor right before he tears your damn throat out. Oh, God. Here we go.
0: Well, okay. So, uh, how many movies did you get, you think? Okay.
1: I had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11,
0: 12. Fuck. What'd you get? I got 13. Oh. Okay. Sweet. So, I guess th- this is where it's going to matter the most. All right.
1: Uh, uh, my should... time. huh
0: Because I'll... You you won the first round. The time I got is twenty three hours and twenty minutes.
1: That is impressive.
0: I don't think it's
1: very very impressive. Impressive
0: enough to win from the look on your face.
1: It's not, man. This is kind of uh, this is my Doc Holiday and Tombstone moment. Where I'm not
0: going to be your Uncle Barry.
1: Cover your ears, darling. <laughs> <laughs> God. Read them and weep. Yeah. How close? You want to know how close? Yes. How many minutes are in twenty four hours? Um, I'll give it to you. Yeah. 1,440 minutes in a 24-hour span.
0: And how many minutes do you get?
1: 1,440 oh, minutes.
0: God. And I did it accidentally. I applaud you on that, though. I was
1: I was Floyd. Well... You know when people say "May the Force be with you." This one. <laughs> God damn it! It was. <laughs> but. Uh, and uh, well, let's let's run down our list here. Do you want you want me to go first? You want to go? First? No, you
0: you you got the twenty four, so you, you'll be the one closing this thing out. All right, that's fair. <laughs> so we'll we'll go through mine, and this is in the order I will be watching it.
1: Ah, as is mine. Thank yes. you. Thank you.
0: Yes. First up, one flew over the coop in this. Ah, oh, fucking great film. Man. F- great film. Love that classic movie, and it's not in like we had with some other people's lists too it's not the most upbeat movie
1: <laughs> no but see the, uh, for me it's a different perspective because uh, you know I, I was but it in, is, it in is the a triumphant stage, movie though too right but I was in the stage production of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest I was also in the stage production of Lot, which is Monty Python the Holy Grail yeah. so you know as we've rattled certain things off I go oh Oh, yeah. I get that! And so it it takes on a different meaning and perspective for me. So I, I want to see
0: you in something to the level of once of all. the Kukas' Nest again.
1: Uh, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was well, fantastic. it's
0: like we said when we we're talking about your guys' time at lot Like, I've seen Phil in a lot of stuff. Right. I haven't had a chance to see you in a lot of stuff yet.
1: I'm hoping to do more with the the local theater, and we'll we'll get back on the track here. But I I, I need to I really got to tip tip my hat to three people in in that. Show. Well, it, it's hard to single people out, but I, I will say this: uh, Mark uh, De one of my dear friends who, who played R.P. McMurphy uh, was outstanding. Um, Brian Raymond, who played Billy. Oh, nice. He's heartbreaking. And it was his first role. Oh, that is cool. He stole the show with, with his scene where he just breaks down. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, what really took the talent in that was my, uh, was my dear, dear friend, Giovanni Maldonado, who, who uh, played Chief. And nice to sit that's a hard stage, role to sit on stage the whole time and not say anything and, and act the shit out of a scene with the littlest of emotion oh fuck it was it was he put on a clinic he put on a clinic man it was unreal
0: and before we move on, who did you yeah.
1: play uh, I played Scanlon. Oh, nice yeah that's a cool role yeah, too yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was it was fun it was yeah. a lot of fun so uh,
0: up next the crow, <laughs> one of our favorites yes. sir. Um, up next is kind of a, it'll start like a double feature for me. It's a Robin Williams double feature mm-hmm. because it starts out with one hour photo, which honestly, Ooh, yeah, it's a dark movie, but honestly I can, I'll put it on wax. I'll put it on whatever digital wax this is. Uh-huh. My favorite role of Robin Williams career. Okay. Playing some, because it's okay. such a departure, but also to acts the shit out of that movie.
1: I'm torn, man. Cause I really like him in Bicentennial Man.
0: Look, I, the bicentennial, like that was one of the real big fights too with my yeah. list was getting bicent. It was either going to be Bicentennial Man or One Hour yeah, Photo. See, if
1: you start focusing on the nuances of things, that's where it really becomes. It can become a sticky web where you're like, then, Fuck, then you, I don't know. How to, I don't then you go, go to
0: whoever's giving you the 24 hours ago. Can I have another like three hours? Can <laughs> we
1: <laughs> extend this time just a little bit now? Yeah.
0: But then with the darkness of One Hour Photo, mm-hmm. it'll go into toys. One of my all-time you know, favorites of Robin Williams. An
1: abstract, a very abstract film. Very upbeat. But it was such a beautifully made film. And, you know, of course, my silver screen crush.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Jamie Foxx. Oh.
1: Well, yeah.
0: Yeah. No, Joan... Oh. Junkie sack. I and love her love in her that so movie. That, that's where I fell in love she's with her. She's
1: so fucking sexy in everything she does. Even so
0: that much. one, and also two Girls Point Blank. Girls Point Blank is my favorite. Her, her just her screaming on the phone yeah. to her. Well, she's just
1: like, What? I ordered this, you fucking asshole. You better <laughs> get here by tomorrow. Oh, she's so good. And
0: then she goes right into, You've got to put more into the soup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's so you good. can't do it because it's she's just a base. So good. Up next is the full back to the future trilogy. Absolutely, because you can't do one without the others.
1: Right. That's why I think when you say back to the future it's it's all of them. It's just in,
0: in general, it, like I said we got to It's co-
1: like Lord of the Rings, they're definitely they're chapters within the in the you know the overall book, but uh, Back to the Future you can't watch one without watching the rest
0: exactly and like we talked about a little bit earlier you posted this on Facebook you asked people what their favorite trilogies yes. were and it led to me to go we we got to discuss Back to we the do, Future in I'll a full right now, on the, episode
1: the one that topped the list was Back to the Future because it's a perfect trilogy it is, it is a perfect trilogy
0: yeah up next is my Mel Brooks pick uh-huh. Spaceballs dude and the main reason for that one it was the first Mel Brooks movie for me because it, I remember watching it on syndication mm-hmm. like on Channel 5 watching this weird space spoof of star wars
1: i saw it in the theater
0: (laughs) old man gray pubes
1: sorry man i saw the princess bride in the fucking theater too
0: which is another amazing movie fucking great yeah but space falls like it it is my childhood and that was the one like we we recently did the movie quotes for the month of july Uh with mel brooks and everything and depending on how it went and everything, I, I was going to do this, but I'm not sure if I'm going to or not, but I think I'm going to post at the end, uh, coming up mm-hmm. soon, uh, an open letter to him on Instagram, since we hope it's him.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean that's fair. It's... But
0: not really like an in-depth open letter, but just basically saying like, hey, Mel, thanks. dude. Yeah. Honestly, to me, even if you're not a fan of Mel Brooks, your sense of humor DNA has lines of Mel Brooks in the, its... Right.
1: Look. Look. You know. Here's. Here's what I'll say about what the the vaguest bit that I know of Mel Brooks as a person. I know that one, he makes the greatest comedies ever. Oh yeah. I know two that there is no span of time in which he will take. Uh. There's no span of time that they can stretch out that he will not completely bash Hitler.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Uh, (laughs) And there's also, I I think there's something behind him, and at least this is what I gather. He loves his movies. Oh, yeah. He loves making movies. He loves his own movies. And it's not an arrogant thing. It's, it's a pride. Yeah. And it should be. It absolutely should be. And for me, it's, it's the nuances in the film. You know, as much as, you know, I said, fire across her nose, not up it. You know, things like that. My favorite line, my absolute favorite line from Spaceballs is literally when he says, Search her ship. <laughs> and the one soldier steps forward and goes, Jawohl, Lord Helmet. And there's no dialogue except Rick Moranis' giant fucking helmet turns and just stares at the guy.
0: And it's no dialogue. Like, where are And I
1: Fuck can't that I can... stop laughing at that. It's so fucking good. And um,
0: recently I listened to uh, the Nerds episode of uh, Max Brooks. Okay. Uh,
1: I met him too. He's fantastic.
0: And he was talking about how active his dad still is. Yeah. And one of the key things that he does like, he'll finish up his day and everything, mm-hmm. and then he'll head over to Carl Reiner's house, like, oh, after shit. midnight, and him and Carl Reiner will just be yelling at each other the entire night. See,
1: and that's... that. Listen, people, if you need... If you want to know the key, not to fucking longevity, it, it'll it'll come with this. I promise you it'll come with this. But part of the reason that, that I look around and, and people go, you're 41, and I go, I don't fucking feel it, yeah. it's because I still have this wide-eyed wonder, and I laugh, and I laugh, and I fucking laugh, and I take so much pride in laughing. And that's, that's you know, the basis of, of life and love and everything else. If you can laugh, you're going to love. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, it's just the truth, and that's cool. You know, two lifelong friends.
0: Yes. And then the next one on my list, it was another hard battle because it's my Kevin Smith pick.
1: Oh, boy.
0: And this was a hard one.
1: Did you go Red State?
0: No, I did not. Okay. I went Dogma.
1: Good for you, dude.
0: Because it's fucking
1: great movie.
0: Because it falls in line with Spaceballs too. Because Dogma was kind of my first exposure to Kevin Smith. Right. My first, my first exposure to Kevin Smith as a realization, like Silent Bob made this. Yeah. And realizing so yeah, I,
1: I didn't know until I got to Mallrats yeah. that he that he made it. I, yeah. I was Clerks first. You know, yeah.
0: Well, life. I've seen Clerks and I've seen Mallrats and right. everything. It was it was kind of a passing by film, but then Dogma came around and I was like. Right, and that, and that was about the time too. My brain was starting to go like, "Ooh, I can think outside the box."
1: <laughs> Didn't you fall in love with the Lana Morse in the film? Oh hell yes. She was, and I don't just mean the way she looked. That just just her- just to, just to even wrap your head around the idea that not only is God taking the form of a woman, or is or is a woman, but the 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 wonder at her own creation. Oh yeah, and it's it's so beautiful. It's such a great statement. And I thought Kevin Kevin just knocked it the fuck out of the park. Hell yes. You know, and everybody just acted their ass off and did fantastic in that. I know he caught a lot of shit from religious groups and stuff, but...
0: He owned it, though. He, yeah. And, well, he like, protested what? his own
1: film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look for it on YouTube. Yeah, There's a news report of him and Brian Johnson protesting Dogma with a group. It's fucking
1: fantastic, but I'll, I'll tell you something, man. It's, it's one of those that just... It, from start to finish, because it was the last one that I watched. Uh, I, I, for whatever reason, I just kept missing it or... I, you know, I'd set aside time to to go see it. and I didn't get to see it, and somebody gave me a DVD. And it was probably me. you gave it to me. Yeah, and I finally watched Dogma, and I I literally watched it three times back to back. It's an awesome flick. Three fucking times back to back, and I just was in awe of of that movie. And you know, anybody who says. You know, he's, he's a one-trick fucking Fuck, that. You're stupid. You're stupid. He well, has that, such a fucking...
0: That's the one thing, like especially channel. when he had his issues with uh, Bruce Willis, which I, I'm i hoping in the most recent Hollywood Babylon was they do touch base on his re-meeting with him. Yeah,
1: there's been some interesting developments there, but when
0: so. him and Bruce Willis are butting heads and everything, I was thinking about, like, you know what? Kevin Smith has nothing to feel bad about. How many directed DVD movies did Bruce Willis have compared to right. the movies... How many movies did Kevin Smith have directed? Well, see, to
1: do? And that's that's the thing is, is Kevin he's can, a filmmaker. He diversifies himself to make sure that he can do his next project. Yeah, and you know, hey, and if it can't happen, that. he this, won't do this it. This happened, so I could take care of this, and I can't wait to you know see the finale to the 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 great was it uh, yeah the what, moose jaws the great, yeah moose jaws oh god the, you know the, the completion of the trilogy, and
0: uh, and his it, his exploding door to TV now
1: yeah oh okay. For a man who's so well based in comic books, yeah, to see him stepping into Supergirl and to you know stepping into the Flash, which I've watched the episodes, and they're fantastic. Oh yeah, and you can see his little touch in there. Oh yeah, you know he he always says, "Well, I just show up and they run the show, and I just." So how
0: fucking humble that dude
1: is. <laughs> I know he really is. He really is. He's just an amazing person. So yeah.
0: After that, uh, one of my most recent all-time favorites now, Deadpool. You know, it, I've lost count of Stephanie, how many times I've watched it. <laughs> it
1: has <laughs> set the standard now for everything. The outside of the box, uh, may yet slash mainstream comic book movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it is the greatest X Men movie we've ever seen. Uh, the only one that, that I think is right there on par with it is Logan. Yep. And uh, it, and it's, god damn it, what a good movie.
0: Yeah, and such a passion project mm-hmm. that it got executed perfectly.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, I keep commenting on it. Oh, no. Well, we're doing the same with your, your list, there? dude. I know. It's just a great list. so. Um,
0: the next one is a little bit of a TV thing but it was okay. a two-hour tv thing okay. the series finale of mash Dude. such a upper and downer yeah downer being Hawkeye's tripping his mind yeah. going to crap on him thinking a lady killed a chicken when i was a kid Yeah. but then just the finale everybody the though they announced that the war is over and everybody's mm-hmm. just celebrating like i said it, it's giving me goosebumps even talking about it right now but mm. the scene where they announced the war is done I, it's Winchester walking out of the tent, mm-hmm. kind of just realizing. If I remember correctly, he's trying to get past the Korean soldiers that he started doing music with, mm-hmm. dying. And but then they did the an announcement, and he just the relief on his face, and just how they just span through the the camp and everybody's just overjoyed, and just right. and it's just amazing. Goosebumps talking about it, and now I'm uh, getting close to getting my season pass again for Universal. And uh, lately, it's been I've been doing trips to the Gamble House each time. Okay. I'll probably still do it because it's became my yeah, yeah. It, it's it's encoded in me now to go to the yeah. Gamble House. But last night I checked the, some maps and everything. The location for Mash is en route to Universal. Oh,
1: then go do it for sure. I'll,
0: I'll, I'm probably gonna head there because there's probably not a lot of curbs there to destroy my tires on.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> It'll be a safe point. bet. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's but it's
1: interesting to find how many location you know scenes are. are... Like, you go, what, wait, this is the lagoon they filmed Gilligan's on? Yeah. Yeah, and you're like, holy shit.
0: Yeah, so. and, and I think I'm going to start doing more of those trips on what I can get to in California. Sure. And maybe you expand it, because, hell, I did the movie land tour thing in uh, Hawaii Yeah. of the locations, and it was it was pretty awesome. And I, I definitely want to take the helicopter tour to the doors of Jurassic Park, or where they did the doors. Nice. Yeah. Anyways, uh, MASH, the series finale of MASH would definitely be kind okay. of the... A capper. Uh, the next one is The Great Dictator, m- my all-time favorite movie. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. And just
1: one of the greatest speeches ever. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ex- ex- especially for the the end scene where mm-hmm. he does the speech and then looks to this guy and just says, "I think we did it. I think we, I think I think yeah. we're all going to be okay." Yeah. And just it's just a beautiful freaking movie. It
1: is, and it really holds that that speech holds true right right to today. Oh, especially
0: mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while since I watched it. I may be watching it tonight. There you go. <laughs> and my grand finale, A Garfield Christmas. Oh, Yeah.
1: See, I like that. Yeah. It's a good one, man.
0: Every year, no matter what, like, I have the DVD of all the Garfield mm-hmm. holiday specials. Sometimes I'll miss Halloween and not watch it or not get into Thanksgiving. I mean, basically, it's like this for Christmas time for me. I will watch the shit out of Scrooged, mm-hmm. and I will watch the shit out of the Garfield Christmas special. <laughs>
1: Yeah, see, we always make sure we watch Christmas Story and uh, Garfield Christmas Specials on there. Um, the Peanuts, of course. Yeah, yeah. You it's, can never go wrong with Peanuts. On Charlie Brown. And, um, yeah, you know, Scrooge, Scrooge's, uh, we, we do that, we do Home Alone. All of the ones that, that are, you know, the Christmas theme, we, we, you know, pop those in. Christmas is huge for Christina. Yeah. She's a Christmas baby. And so uh, that's... That's kind of our thing. We, we do that too. Yeah. Well. and
0: But uh, but a lot of people would be like, why not peanuts? But Garfield does always hold a special spot for me. Right. Minus those live action movies. But mm-hmm. uh, the Christmas special is just, it just, <laughs> it reeks of like goodness. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it really does. Nice. And
0: depending on what's going on, if like Phil says, uh, if I'm sitting there, my stomach's turning to goo and I'm feeling like shit about ready to die, I'd rather have Garfield Christmas special going on or. Asteroid going to Earth, or like how you, oh, you know. appropriately presented it as the movie theater lock-in. That's right. <clears throat> uh, yeah. But that is that is my list.
1: Yeah, uh, mine, mine that came up short. My um, my suggestion into how people you know were to view it, or how how I presented it to Robin was basically you were stuck in the theater, in, in a movie theater you couldn't leave, nobody could get in, you couldn't leave. Um, very twilight zony. Yeah. In that sense. Uh, twenty four hours, you know, for the world to come to an end. Oh, I like the fact, fact that I
0: left it open ended yeah, in, in, though.
1: <laughs> and in that twenty four hours you have the entire gamut of film, television well, I didn't say television, but I said the entire gamut of film laid out before you. You can literally just punch in whatever and it would come up. Yeah. And you could spend twenty four hours watching it. So what would be your, your combination of films that would get you to twenty four hours. And these were mine. <clears throat> and I started off with Ghostbusters,
0: it's, can't go wrong. Yeah,
1: there's not a moment in there where I won't start reciting a film, you know, a portion of that film, and just laugh my ass off, realizing that most of this movie was Ad-Libbed, and uh, <laughs> like there's huge chunks of this movie that that were just Ad-Libbed, and it was and it was fantastic. You know, to me, there's nothing greater than watching Egon talk about this proton pack that he just you know <laughs> built, and when Ray says, "Okay, well, will switch me on." And he turns, and turns it on, and then he takes a step back. backs as far as he can <laughs> into the corner, like it's his own creation. And I don't trust still, his yeah. shit. <laughs> so, I'm just a
0: creator. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna skip. Well, no, I'll, I'll give you this. This was my deciding pick because Star Wars is such a huge thing in my life. Yeah. And this is where the Force came into play. Yeah. When I got to the end of my list, I needed exactly 124 minutes. And I was looking through my list going, if I was going to pick any one of the Star Wars films to go off of, what would I go off of? Now, there was a part of me that was going to go with Rogue One because I thought it was such a refreshing step out of oh, yeah. know, the, the regular continuity and all It'd that. It have been that. an inter-
0: interesting one for the circumstance. But
1: <laughs> I couldn't overlook what is arguably the greatest Star Wars film of all time. And that's Empire Strikes Back.
0: Oh, I thought you were going to say the Christmas special. It,
1: it was literally, <laughs> <laughs> it was literally the the movie. We love you, B. Arthur. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it, it was literally the movie that announced the Empire Strikes Back, and they literally kicked the shit out of the rebels. The entire film just had them on the run. You know, Han Solo gets captured. Luke Skywalker disappears. Gets his hand cut off. He revealed that you know Darth Vader's his father. Yeah. You know it. It is. Just an unreal film, and it comes in at exactly 124 minutes. The force was strong with this one. Seriously, (laughs) and it was by complete accident that I I chose that one. Um,
0: I could have gone farther with mine, but I (coughs) I kind of utilized everybody's mentioning. Like, I gotta poop.
1: It's true, but I, I didn't care. I'll hold a twenty four hour
0: poop. well also too you know, like I you care s- at the
1: end my bowels are gonna release anyway.
0: Well you're talking about your theater thing though too. You'd be like, I'm just gonna pee against the wall. I can still watch the movie and pee. I mean
1: I could go up a few rows and take a shit. What's the matter? Yeah. You know, like, it's just me in there. Yeah, exactly. So
0: uh You're gonna Howard who's it.
1: I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna tie into you here and I went with the Back to the Future trilogy as well. I, I couldn't help it. It, it. it is just it's such a, a fun first of all, it's fun. Yeah. All the way through it's fun. It has wonderful cliffhangers and great lines and it's a solid just, story. Yes, and, and not just a solid story. Possibly the most solid three film arc arc ever, ever, yeah. ever. Period. It's just I, th- I think it's the greatest trilogy that's ever been put on film. Yeah, um, and it's you know it, it's it's unbelievably great.
0: Totally agree with you.
1: Yeah, um, I went with Pulp Fiction. I've, not. I've said time and again.
0: I, I, and that was another battle I was mm-hmm. having like do I have Tarantino on here
1: well I, it's I've said this time and again Pulp Fiction is one of those movies that I, I don't care if I walk in on the last five minutes or the first five minutes of the film or dead smack in the middle I will stop everything that I'm doing and watch the rest of that movie there's so many memorable scenes in that and it also oh, is yeah. the greatest most tragic love uh, love story between you know Mia Wallace and Vincent Vega. oh yeah uh, you know, in that scene where he just kind of blows her a kiss as she walks off with her, you know, blackened eyes and blood running from her. You know, just blows her the kiss. You know it's there. You know the oh, love yeah. there. And, it's, and
0: uh, uh, I guess to divert like we always do, yeah. still, one, still one of the coolest memories of Nowhere yeah. is interviewing freaking the Gimp. Yes. Uh, Zed's friend. Yeah. And uh, the taxi driver.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, Esmeralda. Esmeralda,
0: uh, I, she was amazing talking Bruce, to she, all of them. Bruce, were amazing Bruce. to talk to
1: when she when she talks to Bruce Willis, uh, Butch, you know, uh, his character Butch about how it felt to beat a man to death. Yeah, you know, it's such. A, oh, it was this weird, like erotically charged scene that never went any further. I guess I can kind
0: of say this without spoiling uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Remember those type of scenes? Yeah. When you're watching Homecoming, okay, yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. I'll definitely do that. Yeah. So, um, and then another one that we shared on our list, The Crow. Oh, um, there there was no movie that, that hit me in my teens harder uh, than The Crow did. It it was something that I absolutely loved. It's it's one of It formed me
0: to who I became.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's one of my favorite love stories ever. Oh yeah, and uh, you know it, it is such a guilt you know guiltily. How, how do i want to phrase this it's a it's a movie that satisfies all of my revenge oh yeah you know like what it was one movie. of my first
0: revenge movies i have ever seen oh, and it was it just was, a beautifully done yeah, one
1: and it's such a wonderful i mean the, the soundtrack is perfect the you know the scene where he he's you know plays on the guitar oh, and God. then like you know later when he's playing it again and, and he just smashes the shit out of the guitar and and you know like that's it i'm i'm going to finish this and it's it's just so good I, oh, yeah. I loved every Ernie Hudson is fucking phenomenal oh, in yeah. that movie you know the the line in that you know you're gonna disappear out my window no, I thought I'd use your front door uh, just you know Officer Albrecht in that is you know that, that whole line I just thought I'd use your front door yeah fuck, you know, I just, oh, oh, it just hits me so hard, I love that movie. Well, that
0: whole sequence, too.
1: Yes, and it, it, it's absolutely beautiful, you know, like, you stayed with her whole time, hey, man, no, 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 I didn't, you know, like, and he it, tries to play it off like I'm just being a cop, And then but he, he really checks. cares, yeah, he yeah. really fucking cares.
0: Beautiful for Yeah, you
1: be. such a great, and the music in that is perfect, and it is. It, yeah. It's
0: one of the f- movies I still have the score and soundtrack to.
1: And I just, rem- yeah, me too, and I, I remember just that line from T-Bird, you know, this is, this is, there's no coming back man this is the really real world there's no there's coming, no coming, back, coming man. back man there's no coming back and then when he's just about to take off and he's like abashed the devil stood yeah. and felt how awful goodness is and I was like oh god you're screwed you're so fucking good you know you're meeting your maker right now uh, so to jump from that god I got fat goosebumps right now yeah, I love him. the crow um, from that to what is personally my favorite film of all time I think it is the quintessential childhood movie, and just keeps that you know childlike wonder to it. The Goonies. Oh yeah, it's my favorite film of all time, and it, it is. Uh, there's there's nothing about this movie that I don't like, from John Matusak's you know uh, take on sloth. The only take on Sloth. But the,
0: the well, Johnny Depp's take on Sloth is a little, <laughs> yeah, a little, a little darker, underrated. A little darker. Yeah.
1: Uh, <clears throat> but John Matusaka Sloth, one of the most lovable characters ever. And, uh, you know, the the relationship between him and Chunk. And, uh, Chunky-chunk-chunk. <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: Lawrence. Lawrence! Uh, you know, it's... I don't know. It's just a perfect film. For it me. is. It's an it, it's amazing just, movie. It's everything that every kid wants to do, which it, is find a fucking treasure map and. You know, save the day and get the kiss from the girl and fight the bad guys and find Drips a pirate ship and it does drip 80s. But it's it, it literally captures every exciting thing. And it's no shock to me that it comes from the minds of Steven Spielberg and Richard Donner and Christopher Columbus. You know, and these these guys that are well, Chris Columbus. Sorry, uh,
0: his name's Christopher. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah but I, I think he uh, you know he's intentionally probably like, diverted from that. He's probably like, thanks for taking me back to grade school, asshole. God damn,
1: what a just what a what a perfect perfect movie for me and it, it, it there was no way I was going to go out without seeing this now the, this one a lot of people will be like oh he's just trying to fill time here fuck that I love this movie I had my wife buy this blu-ray you can see it right there the blu-ray copy of this and that was 1984's Dune
0: uh, That's a long ass movie too.
1: God, no, no, no! Actually, that one's not the. Oh. Uh, yeah, the, that was not. You're thinking. I'm thinking of, the miniseries. Yeah, the miniseries that came out in sci-fi, yeah. which was more comprehensive to the book. Yeah. Um, you know, more complete to the book was, really, really, really well done, but the Kyle MacLachlan version and Sting and you know oh, Max von and this one. Oh Jesus God! What a great film. Um, there, and it has a wonderful soundtrack. Um, Toto, I believe, does yeah, the I believe so. That. And um, God, just a great science fiction film. Uh, you know, it was, it was almost impossible to capture at the time, but they did, and uh, I love it. It for me, it holds the test of time, and it, it's one of my favorites. So I'll jump from from Dune uh, to my final three. We're gonna enter into another trilogy here, discounting the fact that I said we're never gonna mention that fucking movie in this house again.
0: Well, you said trilogy, not a four, a That's four movie,
1: right? And I'm going to take them in chronological order, starting with Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Nice. Uh, yes, I started. I started off with uh, you know Ghostbusters and Empire, and went right into my favorite trilogy, and then the one that I, the only trilogy I think that holds par with it is the indiana jones trilogy i think it's another one it, it's just because it's not a complete series they all stand alone on their own just yeah. fine
0: especially the fourth one
1: yeah Where are where, <laughs> where back to the future <laughs> is as a complete you know like one complete, complete unit yeah unit this is these all stand alone on, on their own but the fact that there's these three uh i started with with uh you know like i said temple of doom And I immediately go to Raiders of the Lost Ark. Awesome.
0: (laughs) I so hope I can go to the Hollywood Bowl for that.
1: The, uh, you know, I'm telling you. Uh, But the reason that I chose this one is because of the... First of all, what a great film it is. Crusade. (sighs) The Last Crusade.
0: Is your finale?
1: Is my absolute finale for this. And I'll, I'll tell you why. It's because... The, it it brings all of the old characters back together, save Marion, and that one she's, she's the only one that's not in it. But it brings back all the old characters, introduces you to Sean Connery, tells a, an amazing story, and literally ends with them riding off into the sunset. Good way. And uh, and that'd be the 24 hours. Yeah, and that is 1,440 minutes, 24 hours perfectly encompassed in film film. I would
0: say drop the mic, but don't break my mics. No, no, no. no, no. I think
1: I would just, as the credits roll, just kind of close my eyes and be like, okay. Whatever's about to happen. Yeah, I'm ready to go.
0: Depending on what's about to happen. And they'd be like,
1: (laughs) psych, the world's not going to end until you watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Then I'd be like, blow
0: my brains out in the theater. The world's not going to end. Yeah, I'd blow my brains (laughs) out in the theater. So, there you have it. That's our epic episode because... This has been a long one. <laughs> it has been a long but one. But it's well fucking worth it. Bitch
1: for you to edit, but... Uh, nah,
0: I love editing this. This is going to be one of my favorite edits.
1: I, I would like to thank everybody who who took a moment to, uh, you know, out of their busy schedules and whatnot, to contribute this. And Yes, and all thank you again. Choices. Robin. Yes.
0: Taz. Chuck. Jeremy. George. George Doug. Phil. You will throw you in there, too. Yep.
1: Uh, thank you guys so much for all of your contributions. Thank you guys for getting us... From six years, starting into our seventh year. Yes, here's and, to a uh, seventh year itch. You know, uh, you know they make a cream for that, right? Yeah, it comes topical or spray.
0: Wow, they got a spray? Yeah. We gotta talk about some stuff after we get done with this. Okay. Okay,
1: I'm alright with that. Okay. But uh, yeah, I I guess ending it on an awkward note is <laughs> very nowhere, California. Yeah, so. it's very so. Yeah.
0: But um to reiterate thank you everybody again for bringing us to this point and we can't wait to see what the next year has in store
1: hopefully a lot of great shit
0: hopefully yes or some very more awkward moments
1: i bet there's gonna be a lot of those Yes.
0: so with that being said this has been josh
1: this has been nick and thank you so much from all of us here at nowhere california
0: here's to our sixth year